Welcome to St. Corey Christian Center and our most recent podcast as we go through the book of Ephesians chapter by chapter and verse by verse as we learn what it means to be equipped. God bless you and have a wonderful day. I really felt convicted in my spirit when I went into the area of faith. The Holy Spirit said, make sure everybody knows what we are doing. So if they want to get involved in something, we're all on the same page. We're all in the now. You see Ephesians chapter 6, which I've been focused on the last little bit. And even in verse 16, it says it this way, Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. I was praying here too tonight. There must have been maybe 15 or 16 of us here praying together. I don't often have these experiences. I can't say they're a normal occurrence, but I have them now and then. And when I do, I take them serious and I take them to the Lord and say, Lord, what does this mean? And I was sitting right here or praying, kneeling in this front row right here. It wasn't an online prayer meeting. It was a corporate together, intimate prayer meeting. And right from the get-go, the level of anointing and intercession was in the room just It was right here from the get-go when we got here. And when I stood up, um, I was there for a good 40 to 45 minutes, and when I stood up, I was covered in sawdust. Not literally, but spiritually. I I looked down on my spiritual eye. I was just covered in sawdust, and and it was just sawdust everywhere. Have you ever worked on a project, and the the sawdust catcher, the Guilford's looking at me, yeah, been there. And the sawdust catcher doesn't work. Maybe a hole get in the bag or the bag let go and sawdust just blows all over you. Well, that's what I saw in my spiritual eye. When I get up, I just looked and there was just sawdust everywhere. Now, that's kind of confusing. And so the next morning I was driving in. It was fairly early when I was coming in to the church. And I said, Lord, what does this mean? What's this all about, this sawdust? And he said, I am building. I am building. And building requires framework. It requires cutting but requires effort and work. Just remember, I am the chief cornerstone, but I'm still building. And while many things are being closed down on this earth and many things are being shut down, and it just seems like when they get one level of chaos under control, another piece of chaos takes off. If you're here this morning and you're wondering what in the world is going on, how, how, could, how could this thing in the last 24 months to shut down a planet? How could it just come wave after wave? How could, how could a smart government like the USA pull out of Afghanistan and just a matter of hours, 20 years of worth goes out and just goes out, just goes, just almost evaporates? How, how does that stuff happen? How does a nation like Haiti that has had a major earthquake in 2010 that's still in recovery mode have yet another one? crevice is 10 miles deep in the earth how do people die even right now in New Brunswick I had three deaths right here in Charlotte County they still do not have an explanation as to why they died so how is this all going on God says I'm still building I'm still building and I'm still working and I'm still maintaining and I'm still in control and I'm still the head of the church and I'm still saving souls, and I'm still healing bodies, and people will continually get baptized, and people will get reached. I don't care what level of chaos. 
I don't care what level of disunity. I don't care what level of disarray. I don't care how many darts from hell come our way. God is greater and God is more powerful and God has more influence and has more authority than anything that hell could ever unleash on this earth. I'm telling someone today, it is time for the church to rise up. It's time for us to stick together. It's time to believe your faith works. When you work your faith, it's time like never before that we stand in one accord and in one place and in one purpose. It's easy to divide ourselves over this and that and the other thing. That is exactly what the enemy wants. He wants us dividing hairs over this and hairs over that. But I'm telling us the church today that he's coming back soon he's only coming back for one bride not two not three he's coming back for a bride that has made herself ready washed in the blood of the lamb without spot without wrinkle he's coming back for a church on fire praise be to God why such urgency I've worked on job sites before where it needs to get done. It's 5 o'clock and the rain's coming in and we still got 6,000 bales of hay in the field. We work with urgency. We work with effort, but we work with unity to get the job done. Church, it's time to get the job done. Amen. Amen. We're going to pray this morning and we're going to pray. A corporate prayer. We're going to pray specifically this morning over a young girl. Her name is Raphael. Hope I got that name right, Raphael. That family is depending on our prayers. A young baby in Montreal that needs a miracle. And we're believing in the God of miracles. I wonder if we could stand to our feet this morning. Believe God for healing. And then we're going to open up this altar and we're going to do corporate prayer. It is time, church. I said it's time. I said it's time. I said it's time. It's time not to sit back. It's not layoff time. God doesn't have an EI program. I'll say it again. It's not time to hold back. It's not time to go in the God's EI program. He doesn't have one. It's not time to quit. It's time to ramp it up. Amen. Father, right now in Jesus' name, I pray over Raphael. I pray over that baby right now. That from the top of that baby's head to the soles of his feet. Father, I pray there be divine, divine, divine intervention. There be healing in that body, Father, as you created, as you designed it to be, Father. I pray and speak healing over her. I pray right now in Jesus' name over her family. I pray, Heavenly Father, their faith would rise. I don't know where they are with you, but I know where you are with them. And I pray, Heavenly Father, right now, divine healing, that when the doctors go in to do more work, Father, complete divine miracle in Jesus' name. Glory to the living God. Let's give him a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, glory to the living God. I've been going back and forth all week to the Bible camp on Deer Island. And I looked in, at a, in the eyes of a young man that came in who lost his dad. And his heart has been broke for six to eight months and hasn't been hardly able to get out of his way. 
And we kept ministering to that young man. We kept encouraging that young man. And yesterday morning, I wasn't there. But he came into the kitchen, and I guess he was laughing. He was talking. He was having a good time. And the folks around him said, we haven't heard that in six months. I'm telling somebody today that he is still the healer of the brokenhearted. He's still the one setting the captive free. He's still the one reaching to the lost and desolate world and saying, I am God, and beside me there is no other. Glory to the living God. Whether you're here in Charlotte County, whether you're in Montreal, whether you're on one side of the country or the other, God is God, and beside Him there is no other. Amen? We're going to continue to worship and get our hearts ready for prayer because we're going to pray for this church, Charlotte County, Canada. We're going to pray for North America. We're going to pray for the planet. We're going to believe God for a sovereign move of His hand across this region. Thanks for tuning into our podcast today. We pray that you've been equipped and encouraged. Continue to follow us on sccc.online and there will be resources and tools available to you. And reach out to us at any time if we can help. Have an amazing day.